Hello lovelies and welcome back to You'll Be Fine podcast. My name is Blair and I will be your host. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got a new mic. Um, trying to upgrade a little, make the audio a little nicer to listen to. So I hope you like it. Um, if you have any suggestions for me in the future to um, you know, have some improvements to make this a little more enjoyable for you guys, please let me know. You can always DM me on Instagram. Um, the Instagram is you'll be fine podcast, no underscores or anything. And um, yeah, you just reach out to me on there if you have any suggestions or if you have any topics you'd like to hear. And yeah, let's get into some life updates. Um, so amazingly, we have a hundred followers on Instagram. It might sound small to you, but I am so excited because I thought it would take a lot longer to get um you know, up to 100 followers. Um, now my goal is, you know, 200 and then we'll keep it going. But um, I'm so happy that you guys are listening and enjoying the content and um, giving me feedback. It's it's really fulfilling. I love it. Um, we also have over 100 downloads too. So this might be a small feat, but I am so grateful. <laughs> um, yeah, so um little life updates I don't have much going on but I have been to the gym so that new year's resolution is still going strong (laughs) maybe until next month um I've been to the gym and I've been dressing up when I leave the house so thank you for holding me accountable everyone because if I didn't say it um in public then I probably uh wouldn't hold myself accountable (laughs) so yes that and mercury is in retrograde um, I was getting a little cocky. I felt like it wasn't going to affect me this time around, but it is retrograde in Aquarius, and I'm an Aquarius rising with um, two other planets in Aquarius, so of course, it hit me hard. Um, the first effect I um, found was my GPS taking me to the wrong place when I put in my address. That really made me mad. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was freaking out, trying not to scream in the car. Um, and then the next the next little um, bump in the road was trying to record this episode. <laughs> I sat down um, yesterday trying to record. I recorded probably six different times and either I couldn't stop choking or the lighting was wrong or I kept spacing on what I was trying to say. So hopefully today's better. Um, I had my coffee. I had my breakfast. So I'm trying to get this done before I uh, decline in energy. <laughs> okay, so into the topics. Um, we're going to do a structured episode today. I know um, the chit chat episode wasn't y'all's favorite, which is fine. I completely understand. So probably not going to do this anymore. <laughs> But yes, um, today's topic is red flags and friendships. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but the first Instagram post was about red flags and friendships. Um, I, I realized that when the whole red flags trend was going on on Twitter, we were talking about relationships a lot of the time. And we really need to start talking about red flags and friendships because friendships are relationships too. And there are definitely red flags that we encounter when meeting new friends. And, you know, we should be discussing that just as much as we discuss, like, relationships and everything else. 
So these are pretty much in my opinion, but I would like to let you guys know what you may have to look out for. Um, what I didn't know was there are seven types of friendship styles. Um, I was reading an article from Psychology Today and they named um, seven types of friendship styles and they all contribute to your life in a different way. But if you feel that you have a well-rounded um, group of friends, then you are more likely to be happy with your life or content with your life. Um, it's correlation versus causation thing, but um, let me tell you the relationship types. So maybe as I list them, you could think of like the friends you have and what your dynamic is with them. Um, we have lifelong friends. So friends that you probably met in childhood and have stuck around for a long time and you're into adulthood and you just don't see that um, fizzling out. Yeah, best friends, friends you can count on, friends you relate to, friends that are like siblings to you. You got close friends, which isn't as close as a best friend, but still still very close, very, you trust them, you can communicate with them. And then you have social group friends. Friends that you um, probably met through a group of people, you hang out with them usually in a group of people, and um, you have more of a social atmosphere when you're together instead of more like a one-on-one, close friend, best friend relationship. Um, you also have activity friends, <laughs> my favorite kind of friends. So these are the friends you like book trips with, you go go to the club with, you go to yoga with, like these friends are mostly friends you 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 do activities with. Um, the next would be friends of convenience. Um, I don't really have any friends of convenience, but sometimes you just have someone that's always around, you know, maybe they're in one of your classes and they're just near you and then you realize, oh yeah, they're cool. We get along. We're in a class together. Let's study together. And you guys become friends because of the convenience of the situation. Um, and then you have acquaintances. So people you just say hi and bye to, you see them in the grocery store, you see them on the subway. Ain't no subways in Florida, but this was an example that Psychology Today had. <laughs> so you, um, you see them carpool lift, <laughs> if anyone does that anymore. Um, yeah, just people you say hi and bye to. Um, s- sometimes you'll have small talk with acquaintances too, but whatever. Um, what the article actually said, which was very interesting was that out of all of the friendship types, the one that really was correlated with having a contentment in like a type, you were very like content with life is when you had multiple acquaintances. And I thought that was so interesting. Like they didn't really explain why. Um, I probably could have researched more, but um, they really said like, there, there is some meaning in the small interactions you have over the day of all of these acquaintances you have. Like, having someone to always smile at you and say hi at the grocery store, like, kind of warms you up a little, like, touches your heart a little. Having someone that always, um, you know, waves to you during your morning walks. Like, I, I think my interpretation is, like, having small bits of positivity throughout the day really helps you um, remain like content and and with close friends like you might not always talk to them every day and they're not always going to be happy and they're not always gonna you know bring a positive vibe which is fine because we're human but acquaintances aren't going to be that deep with you they're going to be like hey how are you and then moving on so that that's my my thoughts on why maybe an acquaintance is the reason you're more content with life 
Um, but I thought that was really interesting. So when you think of your friends and the relationships you have, like what category do your friends fall into? I think mine would be mostly like best friends because I have four very close friends <laughs> that were my best friends at a certain stage in my life and still are. Um, you know, sometimes life pulls you apart, but we still stay in contact and we're still extremely close. We know everything about each other. So, um, yeah, that would probably be my um, main category. Maybe like maybe two of them are like lifelong friends because I've known them forever. But I really want activity friends. <laughs> And I I love going out and doing stuff. And my boyfriend is more of a homebody. So I have to like drag him out of the house a lot. So I don't want to do that to him. I just really want friends that like will get into activities with me. We'll have fun. And then, you know, I'll go home and sleep. <laughs> That's really what I want. Um, so in order to find a friend like that or find a group of friends like that, I have to be aware of what I am able to bring to the table, of what am I putting myself out there to have activity friends? Am I doing activities by myself and like meeting new people at these activities? Um, you know, on top of them being an activity friend, what type of person do I also also want them to be? And is that person compatible with who I am at this time in my life? There's a lot of things to consider when it comes to friendships, and I feel like it's not really laid out for us, but if you really think about it, like, our friendships are relationships, they're important, they're, like, foundational in our, like, our feelings about how, how life is going and stuff like that, so why don't we talk about it more? Um, today, I will be talking about it, obviously. <laughs> We're going to start with like what my thought process is when it comes to friendships and how they can get a little um, muddy when it comes to meeting new people. Um, so my first thing would be to ask, like, who am I? Just like we, we discussed, who, who am I? Who do I normally attract? And is what I want being reflected by my character at this time and if it's not then you can make some changes like maybe I'll start going out more well it's COVID time but um I'm not gonna be going out like that but maybe I'll do some more act outdoor activities you know maybe I'll socialize on on social media more you know stuff like that um and I also have to be outgoing <laughs> I have to be social now I love to be an introvert and I love to just say to myself when I'm in public, like, I don't try to talk to people. I don't try to start conversations. People do like to start conversations with me a lot, though. I think I have this exterior that looks like I want to socialize. And then inside, I'm, like, dying <laughs> of, of anxiety. So, um, yes, I need to open up more to people if I want to attract people that are going to partake in activities all the time with me. So... <laughs> Yes. First, ask yourself, who are you? What do you bring to the table? And what do you like to do? Um, so if you're like looking for a best friend, a close friend, that's not going to happen overnight, obviously. But you can start with acquaintance, move up to move up to activity friend, move up to social group, you know, move up to close friend. And then um, go on from there. But at some point you have to assess like, are you are you having realistic expectations? Um, 
do you think like who you are lines up with who you want to attract and then like do you know how to treat people well I don't know if people really think about this um sometimes you may think you're 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 kind to people and then you'll hear someone say like you're the rudest person ever and granted like some people just don't get along with you and they'll say anything about you but it really takes a lot of self-awareness to know like do you know how to treat people well I feel like the majority of people know how to be a decent person but um I met some people out there that really don't um and how do you show up in a friendship generally like kind of what's your love languages but in a platonic manner because your love languages do um translate to platonic relationships they might be different um you you might be like you love gift giving when it comes to your romantic relationships but you really love acts of service when you're in um platonic friendships so I would really think about that and like who you're who you're trying to meet do they have the same love language do they have compatible love languages like what do you really want um and are you willing to compromise a little bit um are you willing to like kind of accept some stuff you might not exactly want in a friend which I don't suggest you compromise like anything that has to do with your boundaries but maybe like if you don't like pickles and this person does like are you okay with that? <laughs> like really little stuff. Um, don't compromise on anything that makes you uncomfortable. I mean, if you're not a pickle, like I feel like p- people who hate pickles really hate pickles. Like it's a very polarizing subject. Anyway, <laughs> it might make you uncomfortable, but is it really that big of a deal if your friend eats pickles? <laughs> I say this for personal reasons, <laughs> personal experiences. <laughs> um, So are you willing to compromise and are you self-aware, which we've touched on already? Um, And then, like, how do you deal with conflict? Like, if this person were to, like, say something that hurt your feelings, like, are you able to bring it up in a mature manner and try to talk through it? Or are you a person to, like, shy away and not deal with conflict? Um, For relationships to really prosper, you have to be able to be uncomfortable sometimes in conversation and say, hey, I don't like how you treated the situation, or I don't like how you treated me during this argument or during this discussion. Um, Just little stuff like that. Are you able to communicate with somebody else? Um, And then when you're thinking about the friend do you want, that you want, like, do you think about specific personality traits that you want? And what are your standards when it comes to these people? What are your expectations? Um, now, you do have to give people grace to be human. I know like when, we, when we're when we looking for a relationship or looking for a friendship, we want someone that's going to fit us like, like a glove, like fit us perfectly. But we don't think about the problems that we cause in our own lives and how that might affect them. So just like you have expectations, they have expectations. And you guys probably will have to be graceful in the in the in the way that both of y'all are human and both of y'all are probably going to do some stuff each other doesn't like. So it's like working with family, you know? Your fa- I know your family pisses you off sometimes. <laughs> um, just give them a chance to be human. Um, are you putting yourself out there? 
Like, are you allowing yourself to meet these people? Are you opening yourself up to new friendships instead of staying in your same circle if you, like, think you need to branch out? Like, what what are you doing to help yourself get to the the type of life you want to have, you know? And, yeah. Basically, the first couple steps to assessing your friendship life I would say is assessing who you are and assessing what you want now say you got this all down pat you got the person you are you know what you want now you're going out there you're putting yourself out there you're finding friends you're socializing with new people what should you be aware of um you guys might experience these things in your current friendships and if you do I would try to reevaluate like if it's healthy or not. Um, I've definitely had some friendships that fell out for really stupid reasons because they simply just weren't healthy friendships. Um, I had a friend once that um, she generally was just annoyed by like anything that didn't go her way. She thinks like everyone's out to get her. So I tweeted something and she swore it was about her. And I, to this day, like, I would, by now, I would admit it was about her if it was. But to this day, I'm telling you, it literally was not. And she genuinely thought I was subtweeting her and her entire family. So she blew it out of proportion, like, sent me paragraphs on paragraphs about how, like, I'm such an asshole. And out of after everything she's done for me, like, how how dare I talk about her and her family, all of this. Um, and I was dead ass trying to tell her, well, if the shoe fits, like... It wasn't about you, but if you feel like you were acting that way, then maybe you need to have some self-reflection. And that just made her more mad. So (laughs) basically, um, she was just not trying to hear like, maybe you feel some type of way because you were doing something wrong. Um, And then eventually, like I addressed like, yeah, you probably should feel a type of way, but it wasn't about you. Um, And that just also made her more mad. So (laughs) basically... She thinks I was, like, reading her and her family to filth on Twitter when I was literally not. And, um, you know, ruined a friendship over it. And to me, that was a relief because I can't take, like, people who just can't admit they're wrong. People who can't hold themselves accountable are not people I need in my life anymore. Like, I've grown away from that stuff. I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate people who cannot communicate and who cannot be, uh, cannot just be an adult about about misunderstandings like granted like some people just come from families who like are are not able to communicate so they have to learn too and that's fine like I have to learn to communicate better too but some stuff is just not cool like I'm not gonna deal with it (laughs) um so in one of my friendships that um didn't really work out uh, I had a friend who loved to like embarrass me like I don't know if you guys ever experienced this but I had a friend who would like when we were in group situations she would just try to call me out on the most random things to make people laugh at me so that she seemed funny and that's some real pick me shit anyway so if you're doing that like you need to figure your shit out because that's insecure as fuck anyway (laughs) she would try to make me look stupid in front of groups of people and at first I thought it was funny because like self-deprecating jokes are like my secret like I need to stop doing that but 
I thought they were funny. And then, like, at some point, like, it, I realized it was, like, pretty personal. Like, she was trying to tear me down to make herself look better. And, like, who does that? Like, grow up. Anyway, um, another way, like, they might make jokes to you, at you, like, one-on-one to make you look stupid, to make themselves feel better. And that's just not okay either. Like, it's just, like, some people don't think about how their actions have effect on other people. And it's, like you don't you don't hear yourself talking right now you don't hear how disrespectful you're being to someone you're supposed to be like you're supposed to have love for your friends you're not supposed to be nasty to them so that those are two red flags that um are actually pretty common um also like somebody who just doesn't respect your boundaries um i don't know if i really had friends that didn't respect like specific boundaries of mine it's really just friends that were disrespectful as hell to me (laughs) I guess that's a boundary but um you know sometimes you'll meet a friend that like if you if your boundary say is like you need to isolate yourself every once in a while but you have a friend that um needs to text you and call you over and over and over and you're like hey like I need a break please don't call me don't text me I'm I'm like chilling right now and they like don't stop they just keep calling and texting you and saying they need to hang out with you they're bored blah 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 that would be an example of like someone who's just like crossing your boundaries um and you can always like work with someone on certain things if you're willing to like a situation like that you could try working with them and asking like them to like respect your boundary here I've said it and I'd say if they cross it oh um like multiple times after like it you might not want them to cross it one time after but if they cross like one or two times after like you can cut it off because some people just don't respect the boundaries that other people have solely because they're selfish sometimes um so if they don't respect your boundaries that's a red flag um if you can't feel like you're able to be yourself around them um this one might take a little longer for you to see because you're not initially just like well some people are genuinely themselves when you first like interact with them but sometimes you hold a a little bit of yourself back to see if like the person is like able to warm up to you or something um so if after a little while if you feel like you can't i just kicked my ring i'm sorry um (laughs) if you feel like after a little while like you're never able to fully warm up to the person like fully tell them who you are show them who you are then if you're if you don't think you're able to work on that with them, then um, I would say you might want to move on to someone else. Um, this is my naked lady painting, everyone, for video viewers. So if this video gets taken down from YouTube, that's why. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, audio, but yes. Um, so <clears throat> if you can't be yourself around this person, um, I would consider like, is that something you want to deal with? <laughs> um, and then move on from there um I've also had a friend that was very possessive of my time and like just of me basically like whenever I met a new friend they would be like oh I don't really like them or like whenever I started dating someone new oh I hope they're I hope they're normal I hope they're they're great people like and in some way like you could tell they were kind of coming from a good place but another way you could feel that it was jealousy and um that shit was just like weird to me like I wasn't like they didn't like 
my friends for dumb reasons. They didn't like most of my boyfriends. My boyfriends back then were not for me, so I understand that. But it's just like, if you meet someone, you want to be friends with them, and you realize they don't have any friends, and all of the friends that they did have had a really bad falling out with them, it's, it's probably a red, a red flag, I would say. Um, but yeah, like, every time I wanted to do something on the weekend, like, they they wanted to be involved with everything I was doing at all times and if I didn't involve them they would get mad so it's just little stuff like that like to look out for um now if you want a friend like that if you want a friend to be by your side a hundred percent of the time then that's the person for you but I'm not like that I need alone time I need to take a breather and yeah just not my vibe (laughs) um also like someone you're afraid to like be honest with when there's a conflict like if you feel like you're walking on eggshells whenever something goes wrong instead of being able to like say something to them like do you think it's because they're not able to communicate because if they're not able to communicate with you then maybe you need to move move towards a relationship a friendship that is a healthier has a healthier mode of communication if, if this person, like, if, if they're possessive or you don't feel you could be honest with them, like, you're walking on eggshells, is being around them, like, draining to you? You really think about, like, if, if I'm saying any of these things and a certain person pops up in your head, you probably need to reevaluate this friendship. Um, I would think, like, are they draining? Like, when you leave, when you stop hanging out with them, do you feel depleted of, like, energy? Because if that's the case, then they probably are not good for you. They probably shouldn't be around you. Um, You might also be, like, questioning if your friendship is genuine. Like, do you ask yourself, like, is this healthy? Is this normal? Because, like, if you have to ask yourself, it's probably not normal. Um, Are they consistently causing conflict in your friendship? Um, Sometimes when people just, like, want to let go but they don't know how... They cause conflict in relationships and they try to push you away. Um, like, do you see that happening? That That's a red flag. Um, and sometimes in friendships, these things happen because people grow apart. Like, it doesn't have to be that you have a bad falling out with someone. It doesn't have to be that, like, they're a horrible person or anything. Like, sometimes you just grow apart from people and that's fine, you know? Um you can have a mature b- friendship breakup. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get that luxury, so <laughs> choose your friends wisely. <laughs> um, so now that we talk about like the red flags and everything, like there are so many things to appreciate about friendships. Of course, it's like it's a, such an honor to have people that aren't blood related to you that want to be a part of your life all the time, like. If you think about it, like, these people are completely unobligated to be a friend. Unless it's, like, a family, friend situation. But, like, like how grateful can you be? Like, I can't believe how, how lucky I am to have the friends that I have. Because, like, they don't, they don't have to deal with my shit. They don't have to listen to me vent about some stuff that's going on. Like, and they're always there for me. So, I love that. Um, you should be able to appreciate, like, when you meet someone and you're able to build trust with them. Like, you feel like you can be genuine. You feel like you can open up. You can say what you need to say to them and tell them your life story and feel completely supported. Um, That's rare, but if you find it, like, hold on to those people. (laughs) 
um if you feel like you can have a respectful rapport with them like joking on each other is fine like I don't mind people making fun of me sometimes but it's like there's a respectful way to joke around with people and if you can if you can have that rapport with somebody like someone that gets your sense of humor and has that rapport with you that's awesome um and they also should respect your boundaries um sometimes people cross them so they can learn what your boundaries are if you don't set them ahead of time but yeah sometimes they'll cross them and then you'll let them know and then you guys adjust accordingly and if if you're able to do that then that's awesome um if you are able to communicate when you're uncomfortable or if you're able to communicate efficiently in general that's awesome that's great (laughs) everything's awesome (laughs) Um, but it's really hard to find people that are good at communicating. So it might be something you have to work on too. But um, it's not impossible. Like lots of us are adults. We know how to communicate with people. It's just a matter of finding someone who can communicate with you um, specifically. And, um, you know, respectful and, um, you know, compatible manner. Um so are they able to communicate with you? Like, are you guys able to work through any conflict that you have in a respectful manner? Um, like, are you able to have tough conversations? And like, what do they look like? Um, like, this isn't some, like, these things aren't like concrete reasons to keep your friends. They're not um, the only way you can tell you have like a genuine friendship. But um you know, if you feel like you're able to effectively communicate with somebody and you're really close with them, that's that's a wonderful thing to have because you can be close to someone for years and like still not know how to communicate with them. And it kind of makes the relationship hard to progress, you know, like how, how do you get closer to someone if you just don't understand each other? So like these also can be things that you realize aren't a part of your friendship and then you work on them. You just, like, notice where maybe the um, differences are, communicate that with the person, and then work on it together. Um, If you guys have a mutual love for each other, like, you just love the person that they are, they love the person that you are, like, that's that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. (laughs) It's great to, like, be able to find someone um, out of all the people you can meet, and they are just completely compatible with you, and they want to work on a friendship with you and they want to be loyal to you and it's just like are you able to provide that and like are you are you bringing what you expect back to the friendship um you know not all friendships are perfect not all relationships are perfect so just being able to assess like where in the relationship or in the friendship that you're um needing to work on is like the first step really like if you love this person but you just keep hitting a wall with them when it comes to communicating or um you know working on this one problem you guys have then you could just you can grow through it or you can you know dust off your shoulder and keep it moving um it just you have to know when to say when basically because not all people in our lives are meant to be there forever. Some people are just here for a season to teach us a lesson and then we move on and we meet new people and learn new lessons and other friends are here to be here for the long haul. They're here to help you through all all seasons of your life. So it's just a matter of knowing like who is um what <laughs> what type of friendship in your life. 
Um, so yeah, that's basically all I have for you guys. Um, I would, you know, be graceful. Like I've said, like when you're looking for new friends or if you are in your current friendships, just acknowledge the fact that everyone's human. Everyone is, you know, working on themselves continuously. And sometimes you outgrow each other. Sometimes you, um, you separate and then you come back together years later. Like you never know. So just know what's best for you. Make sure you um, analyze what's serving you in life, what's benefiting you, and also like what you could do to improve on these parts of your life. Um, That's it for the friendships. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys liked the topic. Uh, I was supposed to talk about dating myths, but I think I'm going to save that for Valentine's Day. So sorry if y'all were waiting for that, but it's coming, I promise. It's just getting more time to work on it. Um, so yeah, out of all the friendships I've experienced, I think this topic really touched me because it's something that I had to learn to navigate and I realized over time, like, this is so weird. It's like dating, like (laughs) friendship breakups hurt like a break, regular breakup and meeting new friends, having like first dates with your friends is like going on a first date. It's like, you're assessing who they are and seeing if you click and all that. And I just thought this was, it was so funny. I'm like, how come no no one ever discusses like friendship dynamics? So yeah, I hope you guys really liked it. Um, I'm going to try to post next Sunday too. I don't want to go any, on any more three week breaks. So um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Give me, um, you know, any feedback, any topics, um, you can follow my regular page if you want. Um, it's Blair Yvonne, B-L-A-I-I-R, Yvonne, E-V-O-N-N-E. Um, and yeah, go ahead and get that follower count up to 200. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to be able to discuss this stuff with you and um, check out the Instagram for updates on our next episode. And yes, Just remember you'll be fine. I love you guys. See you next week.